This week on the Pushball Legs podcast, we've got a protein review. Dan's hired himself a coach, and functional training is making a comeback. One, did you know it was hotter than Spain in the UK this week, Dan? Hey guys, welcome to the Push Poor Legs podcast with myself, Dan Meek. It was hotter than Africa as well, did you know that, Dan? I mean, <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't, mate. I did not absolute, know that, although I'm pleasantly surprised by it. Absolute classics is uh, the British population coming straight And we've probably got less out. COVID as well, so do you know what I mean? <laughs> All winning. Um, I love it. I love it. As soon as um, there's any bright weather, the uh, the British population never. All the news things. It's like England hotter than like Spain, hotter than the French coast. Oh my god! It's like all right. Well, hey, the amount of barbecues that were out today, mental. Was it? Oh, Jesus yeah, Christ. We, loads. We... I was like out in the garden. I could just smell barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did see that um, that clip from Gavin and Stacey of just uh, what's this uh, Smithy yeah. just going. I love a barbecue. Oh, I just love a barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just they like, are so good. True. Um, barbecues are good. Not pizza ovens, mate. Barbecues. No. No. What? What? What hard choices you have to live with. Jesus, you for the last like four years you had to go at me about being in a penthouse. Dan's complaint when he came on. I don't know if to get a nice barbecue or a pizza oven. Oh, interesting. It's not me. That's ca- it's not me. Sure, he's choosing me. I've got the barbecue hands down. This is season one. Oh, pizza oven would be nice. I'm like, when have you ever fucking made pizza like from scratch? No, she, not, she goes and like, gets a Chicago, Chicago town microwave. Yeah. One, puts it in there. yeah. <laughs> so we're using it all the time, Daniel. Um... Yeah. Stupid mate. Stupid. <laughs> Beautiful, yeah. But yeah, nice weather. I went out on it a little bit. Unfortunately, I had to work, but you know, makes a hell of a difference to like everyone's mood in general. Everyone's mood, especially when it coincided with like, oh, we're allowed to meet six people, and we we actually walked around Regent's Park today. I was like, there's more than six. You're more than six. Yeah, people have just taken, aren't they? They've just (laughs) they've just taken it. Run with it. I think. Do you know what? Like, I, I was thinking this earlier. I saw as you do stuff on Facebook of people sharing pictures of people like, I think it was a park in Nottingham. They were sharing a picture of, and it was just like people all over the place hugging and celebrating or whatever, meeting up with people. And do you know what? It's got to the point where I'm just like, I don't care enough to be like well, angry the, or annoyed. The, the I just thing don't, is as well, like I, I, I don't blame like, people. Old Mr. Witty was out. Yeah. Like what he said yesterday. And I was like, yeah, to be fair, he showed the data on, uh, this will be the briefest COVID chat with an, Let's get this over and done with in two minutes, Dan, because everybody's bored with COVID. But it was the case of like infections will go up. I was like, but it's something like 65 to 70% of all infections um, across the country are all associated with the 18 to like 45 year olds. It's all us fuckers do that spread it around. Mm. But obviously, we account for like less than 5% of deaths. And he was like, yeah. therefore, and, the, and all the people above the 45 are already vaccinated now as well. So they've already got it. So mm. it will rise that he was like, the infections will probably rise from where it is now. What we don't like, we're barely on anything, are we? Three, 5,000 deaths now. It's not, it's not massive. And then London actually did, yes, was it yesterday or today? No deaths at all, uh, which is pretty yeah. remarkable. Um, and then he was like, yeah, but we expect the deaths to stay the same. So, or just keep level. 
Um, so that's yeah. cool. I think people will go, oh my God, infections are going back up. It's like, no, he was, he literally explained it. So that's what is going to happen because everybody's out and about a little bit more. But um, yeah, it's about, it's, it's more about the hospitals reaching capacity. That's the issue. Correct, it's not yeah. about whether we've got so, infections. Because he was just like, these people are the ones that got infected normally anyway. So those are the ones that are keep getting infected. But the fact is, yeah. they don't get hospitalized and die. So it doesn't really matter. Um, and it was just like, yeah. this like, graph of like as soon as it was like this 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 then it hit over 50 and it's like whoosh in terms of deaths and then it was just like this big chunk because we're the guys that move around the most fucking damn stays in the office 24 7 just curled up in <laughs> yeah. the <wall>. but <laughs> so yeah it's not it was nice like it was nice walking around did a little bit um i went to regent's park today about it my bike's been uh serviced and sorted and stuff i've got new Check new chain new drivetrain new basically it's a different bike if as far as i'm concerned i think the only thing is that the frame that's the, <laughs> the same yeah. they've just like so they've like, got this this new new it's like the old uh the old thing was like uh with the was it the person's broom so it's the same broom only fools and horses only yeah. fools and horses yeah i've had the same broom for 16 years it's yeah, had 16 it's different handles and 17 <laughs> different heads <laughs> same broom then <laughs> yeah so Plastic. basically anything like that i think the frames the same and they're like the they well it's charged me like 35 quid to um redo my handlebar tape i was like all right so <laughs> it's okay i was like jesus 35 Christ. quid for a bit of tape fucking hell is that not just the same as like a tennis tape. grip handle do you no, know what i mean the like... the, yeah it's exactly the same and the thing is they repaired the end of it anyway <laughs> i did spend like nearly 200 quid on all the other stuff so i was like it probably was like yeah we'll we'll do that it's fine um but it was just like all right yeah who who knew that servicing my bike cost the exact same as servicing my car this year <laughs> yeah I was like, mad, oh, okay, that's it. That's an interesting thing. At least the the bike service people literally came to my house and took it from me, and then took it away, and then brought well, it back. Something to me. at least. So I was that lazy, guys. Um, yeah, I couldn't be bothered to go to a bike shop. I made them come to me. Right, that's their hey, service. Nowadays, mate, every, everyone's coming to everyone now because of this. Because last year, exactly. Like, yeah. Easy. I had that's someone come fix my brakes every day. Like they provided nice. that home service, the same price. I was like, well, yeah. So we actually we actually saw that today um i was walking with a client um passed down regent's park and then you know there's like the it's not like the crescent but it's like that run of houses before on the south side there's all those people all those houses think, yeah, and there was a big big like big ass like transit mercedes thing really like long one and uh we were walking past it it was like photo shoots happening all this stuff it was like the plushest hair salon inside the uh inside the like massive um, mercedes transit it looked like high class as hell we were like bloody hell it looked pretty legit maybe maybe i'll go Is in there loud i don't know i don't know if a hairdressing's allowed yet i mean not gonna say anything but i definitely didn't get my haircut on the weekend um, <laughs> <laughs> i'm filming so i'm all right so i need to have it for my mate. job i need to have it for my job my dad was like, what? That's not allowed. I was, like, Do you? I was like, I'm not comparing myself to everybody on telly, but don't want to look scruffy. This course will probably be there for the next 10 years without like I'll doing all the videos. It's like, do I really just be like, nah, couldn't have got a haircut, could you, Tom? Couldn't shave your beard a little bit? No, apparently not. My dad didn't let me. Um, yeah. 
so he was frowned upon. And obviously, we're not allowed to mention COVID in any any of the lectures and stuff as as we're going through this. Why are you standing course, awkwardly yeah. far away from that client, Tom? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Just like, no reason at all. Absolutely no reason. I just like standing yeah. this far away. <laughs> this is how far away I would stand normally. Yeah. So, so. That's a big desk. Yep. Yeah. We got a really long desk. <laughs> so, yeah. Interesting. Um, why is that person wearing... Oh, no, they're not wearing a mask. Yeah, just really... Yeah, really dusty back there. Really dusty. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. All right, mate. We got to talk about... We've got two subjects. Um, we're going to talk about why Mr. Daniel Meek... I thought too many people were giving you kind of love on your Instagram post. So I just put, I know. Um, <laughs> too nice. so I, I, I said mean, to Mike, I said, it was a weird response to that. I didn't think that many people would be, well, we'll talk about it, but that many people yeah, would yeah, we'll, care. Like, Dan's got a coach and we'll talk about Dan having a coach. We have both had various coaches for our style lives, depending on different walks of life, but we're going to strictly talk about physical. I guess it's PT. Dan's having a PT. Yeah. Because he, he's a shit PT. Um, it's not because he's a shit PT. Um, and then we're then a delve because it's it's sneaking. It's sneaking back up into the world and it's annoying the fuck out of me. And I've been triggered this week already. If anybody's listening from the MyProtein PT group, you already know who I am. Um, and yeah, I didn't go off on one. I just did a valid explanation. And I will do an IGTV this week, just haven't been around to it because writing fucking scripts maybe i get gordon to film it tomorrow um i'll do it in the yeah i'll do it whilst all it's lit up that'll look much nicer won't it i'll probably have to hide oh, the yeah. ptc logo because it'll be too there might be an expletive or two um but yeah about functional training it's creeping back into the stratosphere of pt i don't know whether people like just spent, basically people have spent too much outside training and it's all all the like all the air has gone to our heads all that oxygen yeah um yeah, could be. And then, then poor little lad Joey, um, the in Joey, the Joey the intern. We call him Young Joe, and for he until he's like he forever known as Young Joe. He'll be, he'll turn thirty. We'll still call him Young Joe. Um, he was doing some B stance, contralateral loaded, high rack squats. I was like, you've made that sound incredibly complicated. I would, I would, I'd just be like, that's B stance squat with and chuck that high rack position. Um, with one kettlebell, just be normal. But yeah, and he was like, this is functional training. Go follow Tom if uh, this is where I've learned this from. And he was like, I'm still checking out the form. It's a lot different to how I have been training, but really enjoying it. Forms a little bit. And I was like, it's not functional, Joe. It is functional, but please don't call me that. <laughs> yeah so it and then he said, but it's not functional so and, then, and and then he uh, he might he might listen to this as well joey does listen and then he and then he called it sports specific and i was like it's not even sports specific joe <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was like performance i basically all my stuff is training for performance I, i'd say that i was like it doesn't matter what you're performing in but for performance is fine i just i, I just hate the term functional sports specific i get but I don't know what is sport specific about a B stance squat. Everyday squatting, that's what it's like. I've explained a little bit in the PTC stuff. It's just like, all right, we'll, we'll talk about it in a bit um, for how, how maybe unilateral squatting and stuff is probably more plausible than most bilateral squatting. Very rare. I, I got somebody doing last week. I was like, yeah, can you do some B stance broad jumps? What? Why? I was like, how often do you actually line yourself up on the line and jump perfectly in a broad jump? other than for a performance-based yeah. test. Incredibly rare. And I was like, why don't we stagger that stance and jump? I was like, good point. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> most, of the, most of the jumps probably are from one leg or the other. So let's do that, shall we? Um, with a little step on the other side. But it blew their mind. I was like, whoa, Jesus Christ. That's what you're all about, and it's unblowing. No, exactly. Mind. Blowing people. I was just like, can you just put your foot back a little bit? What? No way. No, it has to be perfectly symmetrical. Doesn't, no, does it? Like, doesn't. Really doesn't. <laughs> um, just keep swapping them each side. What? No way. Yeah, just do that, me. All right. Um, we've got to do a protein power review. What's the, are you going to do the jingle? I've got a jingle. <laughs> we need one. I'll do a jingle. I'm not, I'm not at my house. Um, I'm at Chloe's uh. house. So I don't have a ukulele here. Um, I will endeavor. To learn something on the should I do a ukulele because that's more or I've got I think you should guitar. do something I think I should either get a guitar or a ukulele I don't have a I want I Dan if you're it's your birthday coming up as well isn't it this weekend mate yeah don't this weekend yeah <laughs> um yeah if if you want to buy me for your birthday um a banjolele ukulele a banjolele okay, cool. a banjolele banjolele what's the difference I've got a ukulele um, I've always wanted to play the banjo. Um, I think I, I can play all guitars. So, and I was just like, but I, a banjo is a small, like a banjo that looks like a ukulele. Uh, okay. it's, like, it's pretty cool. Well, I, I need to learn to play the banjo, I think, as well. Probably. So you, yeah. Yeah. But I think I've, I can play guitars, the same thing. Isn't I? But anyway, Putin Bow Review. Um, so I've got um, I've got another one from Nikki's Fit Kitchen we talked about before. Correct. So now, we've decided yeah. to do like a, a boutique versus mainstream. So I walked yeah. into my local Sainsbury's. I know things goes things are going pretty well, guys. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> I went and picked up five protein bars, and I'm gonna let Dan choose which one I'm gonna have. These are all ready because I thought actually because. More the reason I didn't have any protein bars and the company that we ordered from 10 days ago, they still haven't come. Um, no. But they are coming, apparently. Awful. We both had delivery stuff, so delivery, not great. We'll mention that when we do a review. Um, well. Yeah, so we've got one of these, I believe you know this brand, Maximuscle. Ooh, they're back of, out, are they? Are they back? I haven't, I haven't heard a lot of Maximuscle lately. No, they, I haven't. It's weird one. So you've got cookies and cream. We've got uh, okay. a muscle salted caramel, um, and then we have a we have two versions of tribe 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 white chocolate and raspberry. Um, to be fair, these are terrible protein content. Um, and tribe chocolate peanut butter. Of course, it's plant based, so it's got terrible protein content. And then we've got oh, it won't taste great. Either. And misfits, which is also plant based. What have I done? Um, <laughs> I was about to say, that was a big mistake, wasn't it? Plant, so, plant-based yeah. stuff. So which one, which one should we do? Tried, Misfits, or Maximuscle? Yeah, the, 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 the last one, the, the plant-based last one you picked. Misfits. Misfits, yeah? You want me to do Yeah, do that one. So then yeah. do a Misfits bar, because I basically I picked all, all the stuff I'd never have. There was like loads of obviously grenades and stuff like that, and I was like, we're not going to review those, because... Everybody knows what they taste like. Um. Well, I had I had, a, I had a grenade apple crumble one um, earlier today. Oh no, yesterday. Not good. Mm. Not really? good. Do not it's recommend. Like, I, I don't think it's a good flavour to do because I, I was uh, like you said on the, before we were talking about it. I had an apple crumble Kit Kat, 
and it, and then I like posted it when I was having it last week, and then a lot of people were like, "Oh, what was it like?" And I was like, "If I had a normal Kit Kat and the apple crumble Kit Kat, I would trick the normal Kit Kat every single time." Yeah, <laughs> no, just not good, like, is it? He's trying to improve on a, a, a spectacular chocolate bar, anyway. All right, so you got Nikki's bit kitchen. I've got Nikki. I've got a. I've got a birthday cake cup, so a white chocolate cup with sprinkles, vanilla whey, and strawberry jam. It's kind of fallen apart, though, so okay. it's kind of a bit hard to eat. That's one thing I will say. But I we'll believe... let Nikki off because she makes it by hand, so nice. we'll let her off. I think yeah. mine may have been delivered today, then, or they're on their way, aren't they? You tend to get it a day before me, I think, last time. So you're going to crack through that. And then I have a Misfits vegan um, protein. 15 grams of protein, less than one gram of sugar, plant-based dark chocolate raspberry, high protein bar. 15 grams is means high protein now. Um, I guess it's actually okay in terms of this because the macros on it, we've only got 189 calories for 15 grams of protein. It's not actually too bad. Um, that's all right. Fats, 10 grams. Carbs, 6 grams. Fiber, 8 grams. Protein, 15.3 and it is vegan so yeah lovely i mean dan's chewing away so i feel like i need to talk shop whilst you, you oh, go for no, it fine. <laughs> so that's 230 calories 20 grams of protein and that is super soft it's it's softer and less chewy than the chewy protein pantry versions it's not good it's not got any cakey bit in it um but it's like the it's like the chewy protein pantry ones because it's thinner. It doesn't take as long to chew it. It's not as chewy, and the jam in it means that it's actually really nice, like bite to it. It's not like just it's not just that chewy bit you get in a protein pantry bar. I'm not a fan of just the normal plain protein pantry ones without any cake bit in it mm. or the crispy bit in it. Um, it's like that, but only because it's thinner. It's not as dense. Very, very good. I like that a lot. How's your rate compared to obviously we've tried two from Nikki Nikki's Fit Kitchen previously? Oh, that's the best one out of the ones I've that she sent us. Cool, easy, I would say. And I think she's yeah, she's improved it because she said to me once she sent those ones, she said, "Oh, even since sending those, she'd improved the recipes." Yeah, so I was like, and then the other one I've got, we've got as well that you've got, which we might try next week because we both have it, is white chocolate hazelnut, which of course mm. is the the whole inspiration from the one, the hazelnut cream. Nice. That's very nice. I'm go- I want to finish the rest of it, but I can't really eat it right now. I need to wash my hands because <laughs> it's a little bit, um, it's a little bit falling apart. I can still hear you though. I've got headphones on. Don't worry. All right, wonderful. Um, yeah. So the Misfits bar really surprised me. It's, it's plant based. It's actually quite nice. Um, oh, it is plant-based, but it's actually, it's actually quite nice, yeah. Um, and mainly, I wasn't there's because there's nothing on it that says it has the soya protein nuggets. And I just looked at it. I was like, ah, oh, the there's, crispies. There's, there's crispy crunch in it. And I was like, yeah. and I was like, oh, that's a good surprise. And it's not chewy whatsoever. It's literally like having a chocolate kind of just crunchy bar thing, um, not an actual okay. honeycomb crunchy, but like. Imagine like a chocolate bar with, because obviously the pea pro, it's got pea protein, which is traditionally, if anybody's not had pea protein, is always quite earthy. It's got an earthy kind of taste to it, which yeah. I actually quite enjoy. 
Um, and I quite like that. And then when it's got the, the soya protein nuggets, it's, it's almost like having Rice Krispies put for it, um, which is a good taste. And then like the dark chocolate raspberry is kind of a classic taste now, isn't it? So like the dark chocolate yeah. raspberry or dark chocolate cherry, and it just tastes like, I guess the ones that I know from that are like the, the PhD do something similar. I think, I think yeah. that's better than, a, I think that that's better than a PhD bar. Um, I would say. What, a smart bar? Yeah, a smart bar. Better than a smart bar, is it? I, I think that's better than a smart bar. I think it's quite good. And yeah, it's it's only 100 and... Was it? It's 190 calories, essentially. 189. Mm. Which is it's okay. 15 grams of protein, which is fine. Um, but yeah, I quite like the earthiness of pea protein. So I think that plays into me a little bit. So I'd recommend that. If anybody needs to grab a, a little protein shot from Sainsbury's I believe I believe they are they are UK wide those stores um you can grab yep. one of those a misfit bar it's all right I think they had a couple of varieties but that was the one I grabbed that's Chloe's choice to be fair um yeah that was nice earthy pea protein there you go. pretty solid and again as we've learned from this experiment Dan week in week out it's you need the blend of texture blend of texture if it's one thing bullshit yep. I feel like maybe after we've gone through the next when we've got our protein bakehouse done, I'm gonna maybe I'll send it for your birthday. We're just gonna get a range of quest bars and we're just gonna have a, a quest bar oh, off. No, let's not, do it to <laughs> let's not do it to ourselves. We'll let's include them in a in a like <clears throat> whenever we do a live one, um, when we're together, we'll get the quest bars out. We can do that yeah. with Luke, Mike, Gigi, everybody. Yeah, just go for it. Well, there you go. What? To bring it back, guys. I mean, I'm assuming Mike is still wanting to do his eating challenges. Can he do a load of quest bars? It mess you up. It will mess you <laughs> up. Like, totally, I think. They're, they're not good. They are not good for you. Like, those quest bars, those old no, ones. Remember no. that? I, 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 you know, I used to remember... If, Pun, shit, you know. I <laughs> used to have the chocolate chip cookie dough ones, and I used to think they were amazing. I used to think the chocolate chip cookie dough, when they had the chunks of chocolate in, when you were dieting, that was like your proper treat. Because again, at that time, you thought it was all bro. You thought you exactly. had to be good. Oh, like they were so good. <laughs> I remember the first time I, I remember the first time I got introduced to a grenade bar, and it was caramel chaos one. And I was like, oh, it can't be that good. It's just like a quest bar. It can't be much better than a quest bar. And you have one like. Oh my god! That was like the first like chocolate bar one, wasn't it? That was the first yeah. one, and then Grenade took it by storm, and then tried, a few others tried to catch up and play, and and do well with it. But the next generation one after that was the Smart Bar from PhD was the Smart next bar. one. They changed it and made yeah. it a little bit different, and then since then they've just gone from strength to strength. Yeah. Uh, it's unbelievable what they can do now. It's unbelievable. Like that is really nice. Twenty grams of protein doesn't even feel like you're eating twenty grams of protein. It's it's crazy. It's crazy. So yeah. It's come a long way. The protein bar, the protein bar industry, the protein bar world. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Yeah, um, I mean, we're gonna we're gonna dip into some protein desserts at some point as well. I believe in our extravaganza. Um, Crazy. Have you? I mean, have you ever had? You you've definitely had like the old muscle moose stuff, haven't you? Yeah, horrible. You you don't like it. No. The muscle moves. Well, like, again, it was ages ago. It was ages ago. The, it might be better the pro, now. The was... protein cups, like the microwave puddings. 
Not those. No, no. I mean, I'm talking about the muscle moose, like the actual muscle moose. <laughs> oh, right. Like, okay, yeah. I, don't think I, I remember buying had... two tubs of it. Two tubs of it, made it, each one, both awful. I never used it ever again, give it away. Really? Awful. It used to just taste like BCAs, you know, that, like metal taste. Mm. Oh, because you used to add BCAs to shit because I thought it was really important. Not good. People still Not do, no? good. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the, there's muscle moose, like little protein cup things that you, it's a microwave thing. You like literally right. put, it's just like putting like a muscle moose protein powder, and then you put a little bit of milk or water. I think it's just water, to be fair. And then bosh it in the uh, microwave, and then it's almost like having a steam pudding. Um, you like you do like a caramel, okay. caramel steam pudding in a cup. Yeah, you see, they must that the the muscle the muscle mousse must have improved. It must have yeah. done because it was god awful, and they've obviously become a big company, so they must be doing all right. But mm. um, I remember it tasting god awful, and they haven't changed it much by looks. It white chocolate raspberry milk chocolate milky milk chocolate, yeah, milky white. Sorry. It's got to be the same. Like, I mean, it it's looks not... all right, doesn't it, in the pictures? But uh, I yeah. just can't believe it. it. Per serving, thirty grams of protein. I mean, it's all oh, sounds good, doesn't it? One hundred seventy calories. Protein blend. Oh, it, it has changed though. It has changed because obviously it never had. It's the leucine. Why would you add leucine to a product that's got milk protein and whey protein in it? Because that's just that's the awful taste. Is the leucine? That's the <laughs> awful taste stupid but i mean obviously doing all right i don't know how because that muscle moose is awful the beaver bars they've got protein bars beaver bar two protein fingers hang on a minute sounds a bit shot products hang on because this looks like a protein bar we could try that's what i'm thinking <laughs> beaver bar it comes in yeah it comes in with two fingers to it like a twix Ooh, I like can that. i share my screen no you can't let me um, it looks can, like a triple layered you. it looks like a triple layered bar do you know how to record make host I'm not going to make you host no I don't do that. <laughs> crazy yeah they look alright to be fair you know the beaver the beaver bar how can I send that to you I can't send it to you basically it looks like a beaver bar looks like it's got a protein like middle bit and at the bottom, it's got the soya crispies. And on the top of the protein bit, it's got caramel covered in chocolate. How can I get a nice. picture of this for you? Oh, this must be it. Oh, follow us on Instagram. Probably, it's probably an Instagram picture. <laughs> Is it? No, it's not. Gutting. But yeah, you guys at Beaver Bars actually look decent, to be fair. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw it out there. I think that's got to be one to, for us to try, mate. A Beaver Bar. I mean, a bit of a weird name, isn't it? two fingers of a beaver bar but whatever it's only in your mind <laughs> that's bad i don't know why it Mate. would be i like that though as a name beaver bar Stick beaver bar they, oh there it is i found a picture of it right i'll share this with you here we go um is that gonna be the so i just make you the host of this session so you can put it on the screen no 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 it's fine it's fine it's go. fine it's change fine, hosts me. as long as you give me it back you can share the screen that's fine then. I've just made you the host. I've just made you the host. Oh, amazing. There you go. There you go. There we go. Ooh. So anybody who's on YouTube can check this out. It's like a a Twixy thing. That does look good. Yeah. Doesn't it? I'm all over that. Let me see where... Oh, where have they gone? Yeah, there it is. Look there. See it? What, what What are the mountain chips? 
they're not good either. They're just like protein crisps, but they're not. not actually like protein. There's not actually that much protein in them. No, I've struggled um, to see where you can get protein in crisps. To be fair, it's always been. yeah. It's just it's just that whole thing in it of trying extra things. They they do flapjacks as well. Protein yeah, flapjacks. Yeah, I've, know what I've had like. I've had the flapjack. It's just me. They're always all just, always yeah. the uh, the protein flapjacks as a general rule are always dry. They are drier than the sun. Um, and drier than the sun. <laughs> So there you go. They have, like I said, they have um, they have beaver bars, um, nice. chocolate caramel or white chocolate. The white chocolate looks the best, let's be honest. Mm. But there you go. Make there sure you go. We... Nice, mate. All right, nice. Should we should we move on? Let's move, move on. on. I mean, we might as well let's... just might as well just do protein bars forever. I mean, we yeah, could do, it. couldn't we? Whatever everybody wants. Um, <laughs> all right. Yeah. Um, we're going to talk about why... So, Mr. Daniel Meek, why on earth are you paying someone to write you your programs and to check in <sighs> and stuff? Uh, yeah, the very same reason my clients do it with me, I suppose. <laughs> um, yeah, I just... I got to a point where I think for the last couple of months, I, I've just not been feeling good i've just found i suppose energy levels low just generally like not having like as it sounds bad like not like in a bad really really bad way but just don't have like i suppose a zest for life don't really like want to be particularly active got no desire to be active and i you i thought it was just lockdown i thought it was just the pandemic i thought it was all this sort of stuff i thought it was being busier with work and i kind of like had a long hard look at it and i thought about it a lot and I just realized I was just really fucking lazy. And I looked over my steps on my watch for the last two or three months. I barely got above 10,000 a day, barely done anything like that. My, my food's fine. Like, that's not a real issue. But I'm not like gained weight or gained fat. It's not what this is about. And a few people have asked me this. They say, oh, what's the goal? Trying to get hench or do a photo shoot. And I'm like, no, it's literally just to feel better. And I know that the positive benefits that that training has on overall mood, you know, you know, all that sort of stuff. But it, for me, it's more about having the energy and feeling good during the day and feeling like I want to get out of bed and all this sort of stuff. And, and not like, again, not like I'm, I'm sat there like, I don't want to go out of bed today. Not that. It's just, it takes <laughs> me half an hour to wake up and it just takes, and I know from myself that I, I've been in a position before where I haven't had that and I haven't felt tired from doing nothing and I haven't done all these things. And I think it, it could have been to do with, with lockdown and, and things like that. But actually, the more I thought about it, the more I just thought, hang on, I've had all this stuff available to me. I've had, gym equipment available to and not the motivation i've got the garage I've got all this space and then I, I kind of i kind of looked at it and i was like it's because i don't have any accountability and it's because i'll lie to myself and i said to myself when i got all the stuff in the gym and put the pull-up bar up i was like right i've got the stuff i need now i can do good sessions with what i've got i can do good sessions comfortable sessions if my clients had that i'd be like brilliant we'll get you in good shape and I still wasn't doing it. I was using every excuse from the sun. I was like, oh, my doms are too bad. I was like, I'll wait another day. I'll wait another day. And then I'm like, oh, I'm too busy. And I sat down and I looked at my kind of schedule, my routine. And I was like, I'm not too busy. I'm really not. If my client had come to me and said, I'm too busy with, my, with, with the hours I work and what I do, I'd go, well, you could do this. You could do that. And they'd go, oh, yeah, you're right. I could. <laughs> and I was just lying to myself. And, and that was the reality of it was I looked at it and I was like, I'm just lying to myself. And I thought about a coach for a little while. And then I've, I've just always thought that the coaches that I do respect and want help from, they're, they're niched down too far in certain other areas that I didn't really want to go down. And for me, it was a case of the, the training, the bodybuild style training that maybe I've done previously for photo shoots and stuff just doesn't excite me. It doesn't, nothing, it doesn't 
I'm the least bit interested in like making my dumbbell shoulder press 2.5 kilos heavier for eight reps. I just don't care. It doesn't interest me. And I noticed it when I trained over Christmas, when I went back into the gym, I realized that I just didn't have a desire to be like thinking about hypertrophy style training and, and training in the eight to 12 rep range and trying to increase my weights and progressive overload, which we know is important for, for any, anything. Right. But I realized over Christmas when I was back in the gym that I, I didn't enjoy it. I, I did it for three weeks. And I, when the gyms closed, I wasn't bothered. I was like, oh, okay, no worries. Whereas most people I know were gutted because they enjoy their training. And I just realized that somewhere along the way, where was the last 12 months, 18 months, I just lost my way a bit with training. I was just training how I thought I should train. And I was training the same way that I used to train for previous goals I had. And those goals are now not the same. So I can't attack the same i can't attack a different goal with the same principles it doesn't work and it's funny actually because i had a chat with mike about it and i had a chat with the pts at the gym that i'm gonna that, that i train at and one of the guys who's there and I, I reckon you'd say the same thing as well is that it's about training age and once you get to a certain training age i think you realize you're either at your peak strength, you've reached your peak strength or you've reached your peak leanness or whatever you've done, you've done it. And then you kind of go, oh, well, now I just want to kind of enjoy this, really. I don't really, really care for much. And that's why when clients come to me and they're 30, 35, they do need to do weight training more so than most things because they've tried all the other stuff. They're not really very good, but they need to just do solid weight training and they'll get very strong. They'll put on muscle because they've never done a proper program before. Whereas for us, we've done proper programs for years. So going in there and doing like six exercises for a body around the eight to 12 rep range and stuff. It's like, it's, it's not really going to do huge amounts for us. And for me, it was doing nothing for motivation. I just wasn't bothered. And I realized, um, so I followed one, I followed a guy who, who who's a, a trainer at the gym that I, I trained. I only joined like eight months ago, the gym. So I started following him and, and, and he basically trains how he would basically trains his clients and himself, how we would train clients. Like just, flat out like knows what he's doing decent coach and the problem i've always had is a lot of the coaches i respect in the industry that i would want to coach me i'm too close to like you for example i get used to write programs i just go no nah, not doing it mate because it's <laughs> you're too close like if like if you're if your family said do it you wouldn't do it there's no accountability um and, and i kind of joked with the other guy again i know the guy who owns the gym and I said, I wouldn't, I wouldn't ask you because, you know, I was like, to this trainer, I don't want to look like a fraud because he doesn't really know me. We got, have a mutual respect, but he doesn't know me. I'm not his friend. Whereas with the owner, I'm kind of like, know him a bit more. And there's, there's, I said to him, I said, you know, I'm a fraud. So I could just use that as an excuse. Do you know what I mean? I was like joking. I was just like, you know, I'm an idiot. Like I don't, whereas this guy is a bit of like, actually, I don't want him to think I'm a fraud because there's, there's an element I don't really know him and I want to not impress him, but I just want to make sure I do a, do a good job. And um, yeah, I just, I just took the, I just bit the bullet and I was like, I just need someone to hold me accountable to doing four sessions a week. And I will get up at 6am and I will do my work then. And I will go to the gym during the day, but at the moment it's too easy for me to pretend like, Oh, I'm not going to do anything before I take kids out of school. Cause I ain't really got time. I have got time. If I woke up at six o'clock in the morning, I'll have loads of fucking time. And I just put up all these barriers and I realized I put myself in my client's shoes and I was like, if that was me listening to that as a coach and that was my client, I would turn around and be like, you have got time. It's just not a priority. That's the reality of it. It wasn't a priority. And it got to the point where it was affecting me so much, affecting, like I said, my ability to concentrate, to work well. And I'd been following a lot of people who talk a lot about training first thing in the morning or getting up and doing some stuff and training hard and the, how, how beneficial it is for their headspace and their mental health. And it just clicked and I was just like, how the fuck have I been so stupid? 
I was like, of course it is. And I'm stupid things like I get like headaches more often than I'd like. I probably spend too long looking at a screen for long periods of time. And I'm like, I could just break this up with some training, but I've got no motivation myself to go to the, the garage and do something or go to the gym when they open. Um, and I know that from this year, I've not had the motivation. Even when gyms have been open, I've not really been hugely motivated. So I just want someone else to tell me what to do. And I want them to check in with me every week so that I have to report in and go, no, I didn't do that. I sacked it off because I look like a fucking idiot. I look like a fucking idiot to myself all the time because I'm okay with that. Yeah. But to other people, I don't want to. And for me, it was it's, it's that. It's that element of, of paying the money as well. Like You don't want to waste the money as well. It's that. But it's more just for me a case of, I don't have to go into a session and think about it because at the moment I still do. I look at it and go, oh, I've got to make sure I do a push or pull hinge and then I do a, a, whatever. And I just want to go in with a plan and go, right, that's what I'm doing today. Got to do it. And it's a bit of a, it's just, yeah, I, I think I've just reached a point where I just want to enjoy training again. And I want to train a variety of different things. I don't want to, I don't care about like progressive overload to a degree. I just want to feel better. And, um, it just, I think it was also the right person, the right coach, the right, the right sort of time um, as well. I think that's, that's, that's useful and beneficial, but I just got to the point where I think I was seeing all the things my clients say about coaching and I was sat there going, why do I not feel like this? And I was like <laughs> starting to look at it and I was like, I was feeling like they're like, I was reading their questionnaires and being like, that's how I feel. That's how I feel. <laughs> I feel shit. I don't do this. I don't do that. And it just had, it's just a moment of realization. I was just like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, um, and, and we all lie to ourselves. And I think you just get to a point where you just, you just stick to doing what you enjoy or what you like and you don't push yourself. You don't change. You don't try anything different. Um, you kid yourself. Um, so I just want to be pushed and I want someone to do it for me. So that's what I did. Nice, mate. Bit the bullet basically. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's, it, it's, it's someone like as well who trains a bit differently to how I have been training, but also trains people how I would train clients. And I've always said this, like the way I train my clients in the gym in third space wasn't necessarily how I always trained myself. Um, you know, he does, he's done Olympic lifting. He's done the strong, um, the, like the powerlifting stuff. He's done bodybuilding. He's done uh, functional training. Should we call it Tom? Functional training. He does Fucking functional hell, training. We're going on to that, um, <laughs> he's done like, you know, he's, he's dabbled around in CrossFit and stuff. And he's kind of been through, I think his, his training age is quite, for, he's actually, he's quite a little bit younger than me, but his training age is, is quite old. He's probably been training for like seven or eight years. Um, I think he's like 25, something like that, 26. But um, he's very switched on and the way he trains his clients, I've seen what he does and I've seen how he trains. And, he, and just from a chat with him for half an hour, you know, he was talking about, he lit, and I shit you not, like, I don't think he even, I don't think he knows you. I don't, he's only known. How about dare he? How months. dare he not know me? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't really talk about this sort of stuff, but it was really, it was really, it was really nice to hear someone go. So yeah, basically what I do is I think, you know, I think, you know, I don't, do body part splits you're going to be doing full body every session whether you do three four or five a week there'll be a little bit of a bias one way or the other but he's like you know you're going to do a push a pull a hinge a squat a carry um a metcon and i was just sat there like have you are you tom hall like, have you seen tom hall? <laughs> um but you know it's that and it's kind of that thing of i just know he's a good trainer i just know he knows his stuff and he was you know yeah. he talked to me through he's like look you can have six week blocks each six week block there'll be a focus of a skill movement of a conditioning movement we're gonna have we're gonna have the times that are set for those things we're gonna look to improve those each week we'll then debrief that six weeks and do another six weeks and we'll go through the thing and we'll have a bigger plan and a picture and i'm like that's what i need because I can't see that in myself right now. I do it for all my fucking clients. I cannot do it for myself because it's too close. And I'm like, oh, I'll change this, do that. Make an excuse here, make an excuse there. And I just need someone to say, do this. 
and fucking crack on with it. You're doing better. You're doing well. Don't fucking worry about where you're at. Just keep going. And that's what I need right now. Um, and it's just that weird place where it has to be someone that you trust, you know, you like, but aren't too close to that you would sack it off. It's a weird thing. You kind of, you can't not know them at all, but you also yeah. can't be like really, really close to them. It has to be somewhere in the middle. And that's the thing I think for, and I, and I know that as I train with him, I'll become his friend and I'll become close like all my clients do, but because it, it starts off with that, that relationship of trust and, and work almost, you never lose that first. Whereas if you go the other way, you can't, you can't be a friend first and then go into work. It doesn't work like train. that. It doesn't really work like that. So I know that I'll get to know him. And I know that it'll be, a, it'll probably, you know, gone to be a good mate and stuff, but it will start with that. So it will always be, you know, useful going forward. Um, it's an interesting yeah, look, one, I... like how you were just describing that as well. And I guess I get up, up my goat a little bit about, the whole oh because obviously i'm dipping more into that world now and i just i've just lived in my bubble for the last five years essentially like educating people how i believe that training should be and being trusted with that and then with the ptc and i'm sure there's a few guys that obviously follow or have started listening to this podcast realizing i'm from the ptc stuff and what i'm preaching um is like not bodybuilding training and going I'm sorry, what? Especially with yeah. the audience that like has come from it's it was originally SBS, wasn't it? It's read it by science, which is all the bros. So and I'm going, mm, it's against the grain. But I love the thing you just said there in terms of you've got like a time to hit or a, that thing, how quickly or how many rounds you're gonna do, or that's what you're gonna improve. It's nothing to do with getting a bigger back, spreading your lats, getting a bigger chest, because that's all kind of it's it's quantifiable to a degree but it's so dependent on like so many different like aspects as well and i i've done that as well we, we talk about performance-based goals and like that other fucking shit that you're like oh i want to get a bigger better like like i don't know glutes and stuff it fucking comes with it and why can't we yeah. get a performance-based goal anyway like cracking through yeah. there you're gonna improve your vert or you're gonna improve like because it doesn't have to be one RMs, like guys. It's just like we we talk about them in the performance testing. It's like it can be vertical jumps. It can be just like your one. I'm assuming he will probably be like, all right, you're going to do max calories on a rower for a minute. That's your that's your target. That will probably imp- your metcons yeah. will improve that. Like you, you obviously there's a certain level, or it will probably be like airdyne work or assault bike work, and he'll be like, all right, you're going to get your max distance on an assault bike or your peak power. Or stuff like that and it's like hang on yeah it's, it's, that? it's that it's that it's also that style of training that i actually want to do because i've always been that guy mm. who's like oh i don't do cardio don't do cardio <laughs> and it's got to the point where i'm like actually i probably should because do you know what it's mm. probably good for you and it is good for you and like just to give you an example like just and, and i know he, he obviously the way he trains is different i'm not expecting him to train me how how he trains because he's a good trainer but just to give you an example like, i think it was a, i've looked at a few of his workouts and a few of them just stuck out to me as they go actually that's the sort of shit i should be doing so he did one um and it was literally just like he did a he did four rounds of two kilometers on the bike and then a 50 meter um medicine ball carrier which was 30 kilos so he's just carrying it in, on, in front of him, just, just moving. And then doing like one and a half kilometer on the bike, 25 grounds over the shoulder with the, the, the big ass yeah. fucking ball, stuff like that. And he got a time for it. And he's like, right, if you do that a few more times, you try and beat your time. That's kind of the thing with it. And then there's another one where it was like, um, I can't remember where it was now. Where has it gone? Um, it was the something to do with, um, yeah, 21. It's like things like, yeah, 21 
15, nine, stuff like that. You know, like those sorts of things. You do 21 reps, 21 reps, 21, and then rest 21, and then 30 cows on a bike. And then you're going to do single arm dumbbell power snatch for three, 20, you know, things like that. And like the stuff that for me, just like when you look at it, you go, yeah, that makes sense. It's, you know, people who are fit can do it and stuff like that. And I know that you'll build up to that. And I know it takes time, but it's that whole thing of, of being a, just a well-rounded sort of, I suppose, athlete is how you would term people, it. People that are like screaming, that- screaming down there, like things going, that's just CrossFit, Dan, just CrossFit. But what did you say? Yeah. It was like, it's just... He's just a strength coach. He just knows it's just strength what coaching. he's meant to be doing. And what, what we said was pre-show, I was like, all he's doing is filling every bucket you have. He's putting something yeah. in every bucket. And that's how we that's it. discuss it in the PTC. It's like we fill every bucket. We've got flexibility or mobility kind of training. So we've got mobility. Yeah. Then we've got power-based stuff. Then we've got speed-based stuff. And we've got strength-based yeah. stuff. And then we've got Metcon-based stuff. And then, yeah, and that all comes comes into a cardio-based stuff. We just put something in every bucket. It's not yeah. CrossFit. It's not like anything. It's just like, hang on a minute. No, we're just going to try and make you the best human you can be to feel better. <laughs> That's it. It's, 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 things like, it's things like that, like capacity work. It's things like strength work. It's all that sort of stuff. And it's, it's funny because I spoke to him and he gets labelled as... Um, Which we're going to now, about, shall we? talk about in a bit. <laughs> yeah, he gets labelled... Uh, I, I sat down and spoke to him. And he's like, oh, yeah, I get labeled as like the, a functional training coach. He's like, and I fucking hate it. Cause it's like, I just train people to be strong. And it's like <laughs> strong. Like, you know, the word strong is like, we associate it with lifting weights, but actually you've got to be strong to do an Ironman. That's strength, right? Yeah. Whether it's mental, physical, whatever it is. And I think it's, it's, it's more like the strength and resilience thing that I want to do. I said to him, I said, my goal, I want to be able, I want to be able to, if someone said, we're going on a bike ride. Do you want to come to be able to go? Yeah. Okay. And if someone said to me now, I would be like, Oh, for fuck's sake. Oh, God. <laughs> and like same for running. If someone said, do you want to go run 5k? Yeah. Okay. Or when I go to basketball, I don't feel deconditioned because or I don't feel really sore from like doing loads of RDLs and stuff. Cause it's like, well, no, because I just train full body. I just move, use my whole body. I just train hard and I get out of breath and, and all that sort of stuff is I just want to be strong and resilient. And that's what it is. And that's how, like, and, and it's how I coach my clients. Like there's, there's definitely more of a strength training bias, a resistance training bias than, than there is the Metcon stuff, things like that. But I, I wouldn't be surprised if, if my approach to my clients at some point will change because of this, because I'll go, no, actually, this is pretty important. I've realized it because mm-hmm. our own biases do creep into our coaching. Of course they do. If you're a client listening to this, don't worry, you won't have cardio like, as of tomorrow, but <laughs> next few months, <laughs> but it might, watch it might out. go in there. But, <laughs> yeah, but watch out. But, but even with that sort of stuff, again, it's, it's about, for me, it's the whole training age thing that we talked about. And it's just understanding that once you've done three, four years of training, once you've done five years of doing, doing different ways, you find the way you prefer to train and i think for me i've just realized for me bit and bob bits of everything as long as i'm improving and feeling good and feeling stronger for me that's functional that's my functional training do you know that's that's what i want to do and you can call it that if you want it's not what it is but it you know it, it is just good strength training and that's <laughs> my argument if you want to be a power lifter go and power lift that's power lifting that's not strength training that's power lifting you want to be a bodybuilder go and do bodybuilding that's not that's not like, yeah, it's not strength training. That's bodybuilding. For me, it's strength training is what we all do, like by doing this sort of thing. Um, so, yeah, basically it's functional training, Tom. So it's all good. 
but it's not dysfunctional training. So, do you know, that's the main thing, isn't it? Uh, it's not dysfunctional. But I'll, look, I'll keep you all updated as well. Like, I think that's the other thing. Like, I just, just before we go into that functional training bit is I was quite surprised by the reaction of people when I sort of spoke about it. I sort of mentioned that I'd got a coach and, and people were like, oh, it's, it's great to see your honesty, the fact that you recognize this and it's really good to hear you say this and all this sort of stuff. And I think I, I think you forget just how much shit there is on Instagram that just being yourself and being honest, people like go, oh, that's really good. That's really nice to see. I'm like, well, yeah, obviously I'm just being honest like where I'm at. And I think sometimes it, it makes you realize how shitty social media is. People just fucking make stuff up. I could have done it and not said anything and been like, oh, it's all me. It's all me. Like I just changed and I did all this, but it's like, that's not how you do shit. <laughs> No. Like for me, that's not, that's not the one, um, I, you know, and I think it's, um, I think it's important to, as a coach, especially to go, look, I recognize the importance of coaching. I recognize it. I understand the benefits of it. And it isn't about, you know, I know how to lift the weight for me to be. It's the accountability, the support, the, the taking away the stress, taking away all that sort of stuff more so than it is the actual number of reps and sets and stuff. Um, unless he gives me burpees and then I'm going to sack him. But other than that, <laughs> like, it's all good, you know. Um, are burpees functional? No. Just a question. They're dis- they are dysfunctional. Burpees they, are they, dysfunctional. They're dysfunc- they're the only exercise I think I've got, are dysfunctional. I think I've got my team you no burpees t-shirt. No Mine's in the wash it. right now. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> no burpees. Um, so yeah. what's your problem I've... with functional training, Tom? Come on, what's your problem with functional training, mate? I've got no problem with functional training. As long as there is a function to your training. All training's functional, isn't it? So that's what I said. Basically, um, it's resurfacing. It's bubbling up. We need to squash it again. Why? Why? What's happened like, to I make it? What's happened? Do you think it's because do you think it's the people who worked out at home, so they have less equipment, so it's like, oh, it's functional because so. I'm using this to it's, do this? Yeah. I think, I think so. I feel like because people... Because that is functional training. If you're, you know, if you're using like a wheelbarrow and you put weights in it, that is functional training because that's yeah, what you do with it. <laughs> like, you know? it's like, but I'm not doing it to get these logs into the place I want to. I'm going to keep going up and down. Therefore, I'm training <laughs> to just in case I need to put these logs over there, I'm going to train to do that by progressively overloading with more logs every week. Cool. That is functional training. Or is it just kind of cool, like a little lift and some conditioning of some sort? Um, so obviously the functional training is all right. So this is just a, a, a question was asked in our private my protein group. Um, and I did refrain from um, answering because it's something no. that I, I quoted as irks me. And just like your coach there, most recently from people that I've got to admit have recently gone through their level three personal trainer, they look at stuff that I do. And I would, I would say I'm more down the road of rehab, prehab and power, like plyometric stuff. It's, it's, that's the stuff I nerd out on. And the, but I do all the other crap as well. Um, and I do more of that stuff, but then I, they've called me, oh, you do more functional training, right? Like you're a functional training coach. And I'm always like, not what I am, <laughs> like just a strength coach. Like, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. biomechanist actually, that's what my degree says. Um, but yes, yeah, we'll say that. Um, I have an SSC degree that no. Okay, cool. Um, so I do strength and conditioning. 
Whoa, mental. Um, wow, you do conditioning, Tom? Yeah, like I'm, I'm, I'm the balance that Dan said, like makes wow. the clients do rounds of stuff. Like I literally teach yep. it in the PTC to do rounds of shit um, as a safety circuit. But yeah, it was just like, it was the question was out of curiosity, what's everyone's views on functional training? Um, so do you think it's all, do you use it all, but think it's another fad? So I answered this question. Um, obviously, I, I got baited into answering this question from our salesman, Alec, thank you, because um, I resisted in kind of answering because I didn't know I didn't know how it would come across. But then I was like, fuck it, I'm going to be in here as an educator. I've got to express my opinion. Um, yeah. And so I wrote, just to let everybody know, just to throw it out there, what isn't functional training? I was like, if whatever the function of the exercise or its purpose will dictate whether it's functional or not. So I use the thing, a bicep curl is functional training for getting bigger biceps. Bicep curls are not functional training for getting a better 100 meter sprint time. I think that's fair. Um, then I was, but then I, I had to really think because I was, I was like, oh, it's not functional training for a golf swing. But then I'm like, no, you actually do bend your bicep in that, so therefore it would be. And I was like, or like doing this. And I was like, oh no, I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm caught in my own facade. And I was like, it's going to be all over the place. Um, then I went on to say, uh, as, as saying there is functional training, therefore there is dysfunctional training. I would class dysfunctional training as stuff that has literally no point. It's just you're doing it because it's hard. That kind of crap. Burpees. Perfect, thank you. Um, and then I was like, yeah, I realize it's a buzzword. So my opinion, functional training is just a buzzword for anything that is not powerlifting or bodybuilding. That's mm. that's it. It's And then I was like, it's just good foundational strength training. Functional training is a fucking terrible term because it is so ambiguous, it's insane. It could be anything. It could be function to walk up some stairs. It could be function to get up off the floor. It could be functionality to get a bigger back squat. It could be function to do anything, to run faster, to do a backflip, to wander to the side, I don't know, to roll over, all that kind of stuff, mm. to be able to yeah throw a ball faster. I don't know, ask the function. So it's just good foundational strength training with, it, like we said, it's fill in the buckets that all we got, mobility, flexibility, power, plyometrics, elasticity, strength, metconny, conditioning, all that kind of stuff, hypertrophy if we need it. Um, so I was like, in my head, functional training, the term is some crazy balance training, trying to use a Viper, because people like using vipers if they're functional coaches. Um, battle ropes. As, <laughs> battle ropes. As many bands as possible while standing on a BOSU ball. In my head, that is a functional coach, and I am not yeah. that person, <laughs> and I never will be. I'm I'm the guy that's do simple stuff well, like, and then you get to Like progress. Joel Seaborn. Yeah, that's, that's the guy. If you want to go see a functional coach, there's the lad that you want to see. Um <laughs> And then my athletes don't ever bend their knees past 90 degrees. So no <laughs> training it there. Well, your athletes don't know how to move properly. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly. I was like, someone's getting yeah. injured at some point. They're like, yeah, Caleb Heineke. I, I coach this NFL athlete. It's like, mm, he's, he's like my first string quarterback. He's not great. All train. I, so I was like, my thoughts are all training should be functional for whatever function or the purposes, getting faster, more elastic, bigger calves are all functional. Um, I just hate the term. And I was like, if you really want to know about the term, 
Um, and because it does come up in lots of crappy CPD, like TRX courses and functional training courses, whatever they are, I'd say, don't do those. Come and do my PT course, course because that is actual. If you want to call it functional training, then if you pay me money, then you can call it whatever you like. You can call it like going to the moon training. I don't care. But that it's just good foundational strength training for the 95% of the population who just are like Daniel. And believe me, it's weird that Daniel is in the majority and he is one of those people who just wants to feel better and wants to feel better, be a little bit healthier, move better, be a little bit stronger. That's what they want to do. That's why they train. Um, and probably there's a lot of people who don't know the benefits of it, who are trying to, who are stuck and don't know what they're meant to be doing and stuck doing bodybuilding because that's what they think they should be doing as well, which is, which is because that's what's taught as well. That's the bad thing. When we have the luxury of having a university education, Dan, and working in professional sport and being exposed to some of this stuff. Um, but in the level three, a basic level, they don't get exposed to it very well. It's changed, but it's, mm. it's still basic as shit. Like they're giving more leeway. You can go do some lunges, but it's not like you have to do back squat. You have to do this. Like, so... So I was just like, be aware of it being used. Um, and if it is used, go. We've had Kevin Carr on the podcast. He's released his book this year. Um, it's uh, Functional Training Anatomy. I would go read that. He's a good lad. We, we, well, I know him pretty well. I spent three weeks of my life with him. Nice chap from Boston. Trained under Mike Boyle. And then there's Mike Boyle's classic. I was like, anybody that in, basically comes in an on onboarding week with me, I will ask them to go away and read or at least have developing like reading of uh, Mike Boyle's new functional training for sports. Like that is basically it. Because it's just a term of like using unilateral training and kind of every day. But it's just like, ugh. I'm going to keep going. Fill every bucket. It's just like... Life's too short just to be like, I'm going to do bodybuilding. Yeah, you know you're I not think, a bodybuilder. Look, it's look, like, if you're, look, if you're fine, think, then crack on. I think, I think as well, it will always be, it's always hard to see it when you're in it as well. Like, I think I think mm. you sometimes have to go through it all. Because I kind of explained to him as well. I said, look, I've, I've, I, I said to him, I said, look, I've done things before when I've trained and when I've had a goal. <laughs> I've been there, man. I, I've been well, there. <laughs> yeah, like I said to him, I said, I said, look, I said, I said, you know, when we trained hard, I was like, look, I've got, I've done a body weight snatch. I've done a one and a half body weight clean. Like I've done these things that are somewhat impressive. But once I did that, I then realized that to get to the next, next milestone was too fucking out. I'd never get there. I'd hurt myself. And then I was like, all right, what's the next thing? Next thing was bodybuilding. Next thing was that thing. And I was like, and I'd done the photo shoot and I look all right. And I was quite happy, but I've got no motivation to try and do it again because it doesn't, 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 sort of get me going and i said i'm just at that point in my life now where i've realized look i'm never going to win any awards at anything physically i just want to feel good i just want to feel good and i want to be able to run around i want to be able to do stuff and not feel unfit and just feel good i just don't feel good right now that's the way i described it i was like, i just don't feel good um and i want to be able to just do things and just be able to run around and, and not think twice and you know, I want to be, I just want to be able to complete a program. I feel good about it. I, and I've not done that for a yeah. long time. I think even, even, even when I'm really honest with myself and look back even 18 months when we could go to the gym and it was, I, I wasn't really enjoying it. Me and Mike weren't really enjoying training then either. And I had the same chat with him the other day. He's like, I don't care. He's like, I just not bothered. And I think there's also a, an element of this as well, that I think once you become very secure in yourself as a person, I don't, I'm not trying to get bigger muscles to impress anyone. And I think when you're younger, 
or or more impressionable maybe is that you you think it's a bit more about looking good you know for other people or being stronger and showing off and having an ego and like my ego is not attached to my physique in any way shape or form it's attached <laughs> to other things like we're all we're all a bit egotistical we've all got things that stroke our ego and things we want to look good for and that we want to be known for and for me at my point in my life it's not my physique and it's not my ability to move weight from a to b it's other things that we on with work and all that other stuff and and that's the other thing is that I think a lot of people who maybe get into their 40s, 50s, and they want to go down the body movement, and they love it. And it's like, that's what they attach their life to or their ego to, whatever it is. And that's their thing. And that's cool. And I've got no problem with that. And if that's what gets you off and you uh, gets you out of bed, go for it. It doesn't with me. And I've just accepted that and gone, right, I need to change how I'm doing things. And I think it takes someone who's, who's quite self-aware. And I always pride myself on, on that, I think, is that I think I'm fairly self-aware. I take personal responsibility. I'm the one that got myself into this. I need to get myself out of it. No one's coming to save me, blah, blah, blah. I'm self-aware enough to know that I'm doing this to myself and I need to change that rather than, oh, it's the lockdown. Oh, it's the pandemic. It's like, it's not. It's not. It's really not. It's me being a lazy twat is what it is. <laughs> and I need to just, I need someone to shake me out of it. And it's as simple as that. I think that, you become self-aware enough to know that, look, life's more important than whether you can do a lap pull down with 70 kilos or 60 and whether you progressively overload to get to that point. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. What matters is that you feel good and you enjoy what you're training. And I haven't had that. And that's the goal. I think that should be the goal for anyone training is, is that it's enjoyable. You get a result out of it, of course, but it's, it's aligned to the goal you want to achieve. Um, and that's the reality. And, and it's fine. Look, some people are going to have physique goals for as long as they live. And that's cool. I'm okay course, with that. Yeah, yeah. It's just not me. It's just not me. And there's no there's no reason why some of this performance based goals and it's fine can go along with that. And another thing, on and they can, the, and they hundred percent can, they hundred yeah. percent can, yeah. That no nobody's ever gone like this. Nobody's ever imp, like improving their like one mile run or gaining a little bit more shoulder flexibility and gone. Oh, I wish I hadn't done that. Like, yeah, maybe, yeah. <laughs> but it's also <laughs> like you've said like, before as well about like athletes and stuff. You know, athletes don't train. And then look worse for it either. There's also that element to it. You know, NFL athletes don't train and look worse for it. They look better for <laughs> no. it, you know. And I think that's the thing, isn't it? It's just remembering that as well. It's like, you can't you know, do you cardio. Can have... Are you insane? It's like Yeah. What? Adama Traore is doing yeah. all right. Uh, he's huge. Um yeah, so it's, it's, it's like, all right, geez, Ronaldo, yeah, okay. He, he was a scrawny little man. And look at him now. Not saying but he probably runs up and down a pitch quite a lot so it's weird it's a weird thing to always be like oh you can't sort of hurt your gains or this kind of stuff but yeah functional training get rid of this th- like ridiculous phrase um just strength training because we wouldn't go into like an snc gym in america and be like crazy you're just doing functional training yeah Boyle. He'd be like, he'd be, boy would be like, yeah, you can care what the hell it is. Couldn't give a shit what you think of it. Uh, <laughs> he'd be like, don't, doesn't matter to me. Um, yeah, SSC coaching. That's all it is. Strength and conditioning. Bosh. Moving. Moving well. All right, mate. Um, we've rambled enough. Good training. We've rambled enough. Any other biz? Not for me. No, not for me either. Nothing exciting happening. Gyms are opening in circa like a few days, two weeks. Like that. Circa. Uh, circa. Yeah. Circa. Do you think you are Circa? <laughs> You've got to Google that to check what it means. Um, I, I'm right, <laughs> um, all right, guys. Thanks for listening, and we will catch you next week. See you later. <laughs>